Brock Lesnar could be coming back to WWE and Triple H is teasing some big plans for after WrestleMania. Find out more by searching Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Once more, the cultaholic.com month in review. We are taking a look back at May of 2023. Who be we? I be joined. Uh, I, Tom Campbell, that is who I be. I be him. Hello, I'm them. Uh, And I am with them uh, to my very far left. uh, Indeed, everybody's far left uh, from Cultaholic. From from the worst wrestling, from the worst matches ever, the worst shows ever. Worst shows ever. Worst shows ever. That's That's the the one. one. I think I've had a stroke. Yeah, you've probably got (laughs) From worst shows ever, it's Fraser Porter. I was glad to, glad to be back. Uh, I filled in a couple uh, couple months back. Now, was that a couple months back? You were here last month. Here was last I month here last month? month? And the month before. Have we all had a stroke? <laughs> well, I'm here. I'm back. Deal with it. You know? uh, here's a man who has a stroke at least once on a Saturday night. Then again, maybe Monday morning, depending on his work patterns. It is the Coldaholic.com tribal editor-in-chief, Aidan Gifford. Hello. <laughs> Mine is very much the Jeff Jarrett stroke, though. Oh, really? After... I, I find it difficult to finish thinking about Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Face planting people day after day, <laughs> week after week. Green light. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start that again. <laughs> Two bits of admin before we start. First of all, because you guys gave me such a, 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 a shellacking for it mm-hmm. on the month in review in April, right? There it is. It's the big boy. <laughs> so everybody, here's the big lad. So here's, Go on, Tom. Do you want, do you want, no, if you're Go watching on, on the Patreon, on. you can see chugging. the guzzling me big bottle. Look at it. It's, it's like, a, a, it's like we just need a little, like a dummy afterwards as well. Needs his nappy changed. Want to do a poo and a sleep. Yeah. This such... keeps me hydrated. You never I finish fi- it though. I know you never I finish do. it. <laughs> Tom, no, we you go, don't. Tom, we go home on a daily basis, and that bottle is still there. <laughs> it starts about there sometimes. That, that is fair. So you, you do drink three quarters of it, but you haven't quite guzzled the whole lot. <laughs> guzzle you in a minute. The whole down the whole thing. We well, like to drink. Don't be pissing like a racehorse. <laughs> So that's here. I thought people wanted to see it. You can now see it in all its glory. Uh, The other bit of admin beforehand, we have a a, a letter. So I received a letter. I turned up on my desk just this morning. So I'm going to get into it. It's, uh, well, we'll see what it says, shall we? It's an urgent telegram received from the outskirts of Sao Paulo, Brazil. Dated May 31st, 2023. That's incredible that it was dated today and it arrived today. (laughs) 
Hello, bastards. <laughs> I know life is terrible without me there, but at least we still have wrestling in that. I trust Fraser Q. Porter will treat this podcast with the same amount of respect and professionalism as I did at all times. As for this past month, wasn't all that wrestling stuff mad, eh? So much combat, especially when that one wrestler did that thing in that match. Wow, I definitely didn't take two weeks off work to watch football in Eurovision. Remember, WWE knows best. Your pal, Jack Jupiter, Spaceman of the Future. <laughs> oh, God. Well, first of all, another nickname for him. Brilliant. Yeah. We'll add it to the Great. pile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was, uh, that sounds like uh, the outgoing uh, Liverpudlian Jackie Orlando, a.k.a. Jack Atkins, who Does. used to sit in your seats for the Coltholic.com month in review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, uh, we, I've, I've filled in from before. Well, have I filled in? No, I've not filled in from before, so I'm, I'm taking over. It's like mm. a succession move, I was saying, beforehand. I mean, literally, we've already done five of these, and I think he was on two of them, but he's now a permanent fixture forever. <laughs> he's now yeah. a permanent <laughs> fixture. Uh, so the, the story with Jack Atkins, in case you don't listen to the classic Raw review, uh, so Jack Atkins is still part of Cultaholic, but he has moved back home to his home planet. To the motherland. To the motherland of Liverpool. Uh, so he's working remotely from now on. We made the decision, because Fraser Porter's in the office, uh, and because Fraser Porter's lovely, etc., uh, that Fraser Porter seems in a, an appropriate position to continue the good work that Jack Atkins did on the Cultaholic.com month in review. Yeah, and he's now residing in... Brazil, so like that is quite a commute, the time difference. Yeah, well. exactly. It would have just been a mess to, of a time difference to get him on. Yeah. No doubt you will hear, see the, the, the face and the, the words of Jackie Orlando yep. in the months to come. Uh, it'll, be but... exci- it'll be exciting when he eventually does come back. Yeah. For, for, you know, if he's if he ever back in the office and we go, right, it lines up. If the stars align. Yeah, if the well, spaceman of the future turns up. <laughs> oh, but if, if he is on, I have to like force him. Oh. <gasps> Oh, Whoa. we haven't got enough room, have we? We'll have to make room. Sitting dripping <laughs> naked. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's even four microphones. I've got no idea. We can do four. We can do oh. four. We oh. share one. We just sit and just. I suppose it's like, hello. <laughs> Get really touchy feely while, while yeah. our nipples touch. It's just a normal Wednesday in the office. <laughs> Slowly slacking against each other. <laughs> Anyway, right? How's um, that, yeah. how's how's your how's your month been? Oh, it's been good. Yeah, yeah. First month as an engaged man. Yeah, wedding 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 planning didn't take very long at all. We're you've just, you've done it already. Yeah, we'd have thought we'd get married in Vegas in two years. Yay! Nice. <laughs> that was that was very easy. We're going to go to the little chapel of love, and Elvis is going to serenade us down the aisle. So it is. Yeah. Happy day. So now he's just saving for a Vegas trip. Basically, that's yeah. nice. Uh, and the honeymoon afterwards. Oh, fantastic! Well, you're already you're already on the honeymoon. Yeah. Go to the to the states. You're, you're out there. No, no, exactly. So what we're going to do afterwards is plan to go to like California. We'll do Super Nintendo Land. We'll do wow. Disneyland. We'll do the Grand Canyon. We'll do San Francisco. And then I'll come home and have to look at you, ugly fucks. But yeah. yeah, what a treat <laughs> for you. That's a great way of doing it. Just like get it done. Yeah, to go down the West Coast and hit the West Coast. Yeah, because I've recently just been ordained as an Elvis uh, minister to to officiate weddings. <laughs> so. I mean, look at that. Yeah, you two get out there, go on a so wacky awesome. adventure. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'm about to get that on the YouTube channel. People are, watch that. are you going to try and line it up for uh, Double or Nothing? Well, you see, we are going to try, but like, I think they might move Double or Nothing uh, as we might come on. No, I don't think we are coming fine. on. That's fine. You can go to Atlantic City. That's yeah. That's as nice as Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think where else will they have it, but the weird ticket sales are for Double or Nothing, they might not even have it then too. But the, the whole idea of it is, it's a, I guess all their shows are sort of casino-y themed, yeah. aren't they? They're gambling themed. Yeah. But that's why Atlantic City could work. Yeah, so that's true. He's just going to do Blackpool, he's going to go down the amusements. Blackpool! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> just does the amusements. Double or Nothing in Blackpool. Coming soon, AEW, donkeys on the beach. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. 
Maybe some on the Pepsi Max after. Is that still a right? <laughs> the press conference can be held on the Pepsi Max big one. <laughs> in the freezing cold. Yeah. Sublime. How are you, Fraser? You've moved I'm, into your new place. Moved into a new place. I'm all settled now. It's all it's all good. I've been there two months. Two months now, yeah. I've got a new phone. That's my exciting thing. Oh. You got engaged. I got a new phone. Wow, so, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's exciting times yeah. all around then. One, oh, and one, one, the Cultaholic AEW Predictions Championship. You did! This loser over there. <laughs> I thought you might have brought your belt in just to. I don't want to rub it in your face. No, but you can still bring the belt in. <laughs> true, true, true. true. Um, anyway. Enough. No, no, how's your life, Tom? Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, well, hey, here's a bit of goss, because this is going out on the day that we're recording it, so it's still relatively new, an update. Um, I don't think I've put this on any podcast yet. Alex got stuck in a lift Did on you? Friday. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Explain. Um, the, where we live, there's a there's a, there's a lift that, uh, to our place, and I decided when Alex came up to visit with her sister that I would uh, they get the lift, and I said I'm going to run to the top of the stairs and meet you at the top. Got to the top of the stairs, they didn't arrive. We're like, what the hell's going on here? And they got stuck between floor zero and floor one. <laughs> so. Um, we're ringing the bell to, to alert security and they're hanging up every time they start. That was it, because Alex went, hi, yeah, I'm stuck in the lift. Um, I've got no phone signal, so I can't reach out to anybody. Okay, can we take your phone number, please? No, I've literally just said I haven't got a phone. Okay. Like, they just hung up <laughs> twice they did that. We ended up getting hold of an engineer uh, who, who's, <laughs> and, I don't, I, I, and I was with uh, our landlord, who is one of the directors of the building. And I said, uh, here's the situation. They're stuck in the lift. And he went, okay, well, I'm in Darlington, so I'll be about an hour and a half, tops. <laughs> and I said, look, it's Friday before bank holiday weekend. I'm with one of the directors of the building. Is there any way we can do it over the phone? Yeah. And he went, oh, yeah, I'll give you the code to get into the lift building. He's like, okay, great. So we, so <laughs> I'm there with with uh, our landlord, and I've, put in the, I've opened the, the room in room for the to operate the lift. Yeah. And the guy said, and Alex, like, Alex can hear what we're talking about. So I've got my loudspeaker. And the guy says, you see the big red button that says, do not switch off. So yeah, switch it off. <laughs> Alex said, I have never felt more frightened in my life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then it was fine. But it was, so they were in there for about 45 minutes in the end. After a 30 foot fall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 30 foot drop. In my head, I went, it's not that far to the bottom. Yeah. Worst case scenario. Worst case scenario is make sure they jump. Yeah, just just jump, jump so that you you yeah. counter the gravity and you feel like you're in the matrix for exactly, a minute. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But oh, but all is fine. That was that was one of the most exciting. I was, parts. I was hoping that it would end with like the the guy being like, right, what you need to do is you need to go up to the top floor, open the doors to the left <gasps> chamber. Oh, like Mission Impossible. Yeah, you attach like a rope to you, and you've got to, you know glide down. Avoid the lasers. Yeah, avoid the lasers. Oh, that'd be amazing. Pull them out the lift and take them back up to the top. Mission floor. Impossible style. Yeah. Oh, that'd be and then Alex would be like, my hero, and she'd put a big loving kiss on uh, you. Yeah, yeah, and you could have like a moment where the rope fibers look like it's going to break. And, you're like, <laughs> and then all, it does break, but Pablo catches it. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> he loves ropes and strings. He bloody does. Oh, that's great. You know, pulling it back up. And then World War II ends and you go off happily. Off, as, it's, yeah. as Armageddon erupts around us, yeah. caused by AI. Yeah. <laughs> there goes my hero place. Watch him as he goes. Terminator 6, Tom Campbell lives. <laughs> my <laughs> sacrifice blaring out. Oh, you hit me with the big hits. <laughs> but look, as, as lovely as it is yeah. to get caught up, people aren't here to hear about our bollocks. 
Well, they uh, are. I think they are, actually. Yeah. But we will also talk about some wrestling. So this is where uh, we go through the big stories uh, that have captured the imagination of the wrestling world via Cultaholic.com, a countdown of the big stories of the month. Uh, we'll go through that with Aidan Gibbons, our Cultaholic.com tribal editor-in-chief. And also... Um, he'll go through some of the the anomalies, like those weird stories that just did really well on our website, mm-hmm. and we're not quite sure why. Uh, so some 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 bizarre bits of wrestling news for May coming up soon. But Aidan, what are we starting this particular month with? So May has been a quiet month in WrestleMania, of course, because that's just April's always mental, really, for WrestleMania. Yeah. Everything else going on. But May, I mean, the first, like the biggest thing of the month is AW. After weeks of rumors, officially announced the launch of Collision which is going to be their new Saturday night show. Um, they announced that on the 17th of May, which is a Wednesday, just before Dynamite. It was at the TN, not TNT. The Warner Brothers Discovery... Upfront. Upfront thing, yeah. Yeah, So, and the show's going to debut on June 17th at the United Center. Listed as headliners for the show are Miro, Andrade El Idolo, Funda Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Big Bad Samoa Joe. Scorpio Sky's also been teased, but he's not been officially listed on a press release or anything else like that yet. Um, What we do know is the show will air live on Saturday nights on TNT in the United States. We've got no idea how it's going to air in the UK. They haven't mentioned it at all, have they? No, they've done nothing internationally. I mean, we assume ITV because that's what Rampage and Dynamite are on in the UK, but we don't know officially it's yet. It's a big spot, though, if they did it on a Saturday night. I guess it'd be 1am, so maybe not if they did it live, but if they do a Dynamite on delay, don't they? Yeah, it's so, Friday. It's, so it's all on delay, so you've got Dynamite on the Friday night on ITV4, mm-hmm. then the Rampage is on the following Tuesday, so yeah. I'd assume they'd have to put Collision on the Wednesday, on the Wednesday. night or something to keep the continuity or something and like that. And then you might just think, why don't, you just, why don't we just put Dynamite on the Wednesday? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a reason for the delay? I mean, I guess they do slight edits occasion. In the mm. past, I've seen some edits on them, but I guess it's just that's when the time slot is that they've paid for or they're, they've been offered. Like the only thing I can think is on Wednesday, it, I on, like they can't do it live on wet like at one a.m. They could do it Thursday. They could do it Thursday, but the one because the Europa League is on ITV four. Yeah, and the football will get bigger ratings than wrestling. Yeah, true. But then they put it on Friday. I think just because that's the day. I mean, they could do Thursday at like ten o'clock. Yeah. So is that why they can't put it on live? Because of the Europa League? No, so, the, so they could put it on live if they want to. Because that would make sense. But Ratings. they just don't for whatever reason. I don't know why it's not live. Imagine hardly any people are watching ITV4 at 1am. I know. Like, it's, but they it's would if those... Dynamite was on it. Would they, though? Uh, that's true. If, if Dynamite's <laughs> on on a Friday at like 7pm and folk are getting home from work or they're wanting to watch it and sit down on ITV, that's much easier if you're having your dinner. Oh, Dynamite's on. 1am, that's that commitment to stay up. And I know mm. most folk watch stuff on demand, so I could see them it maybe being an ITVX exclusive. Maybe. That's true. And going, oh, you can watch it on a streaming service. That's how I watch it. Yeah, yeah. They just chuck it on the streaming platform yeah. once a week. Yeah. Might be the way it goes. Now, um, obviously, there was a, a major name omitted from the Collision announcement, which we will get to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of how Collision is doing in terms of sales... Uh, it wasn't the best of news no. in May, was it? So, AEW are going to go on a tour of Canada in the summer, which will come with a lot of collision tapings. We don't know the United Centre numbers, just because it, it, I don't think it was fair to look at those yet. Mm-hmm. Just because it, it only got on sale like a few days ago for the mm-hmm. United Centre. But they're going on a tour of Canada, and ticket sales has been hardly any buzz in terms of actual attendance. And Saturday night's meant to be a really good night for actually going out to an event. But they go to Toronto on the 24th of June, which is the day before Forbidden Door, which is sold out. But in the same arena, they've already sold 1,683 tickets. 
then go to Hamilton uh, for a Thursday taping, which will then air on the Saturday for the 29th of June. That show has only sold 646 tickets. Yikes. Not good. Then they go to um, Saskatchewan, Regina. Oh. Um, home pl- Regina. Not, is it Regina? I got wronged for that in a video. It was Regina. Regina, mm. okay. It's broad country, though, in Saskatchewan. Yeah, I know. Mm. Regina, Vagina. Um, <laughs> there is 1,305 there on July the 8th. And then they head to the home of Bret Hart, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, on the 15th of July. And ticket sales are better, but they're still not amazing for the Saddle Dome. Mm. You've got 3,327. And then they think, fuck Canada, we're going to go to the US uh, for the 27th, 27th, 22nd of July at Newark, New Jersey. And that'll be 3,731 tickets sold so far. So it, it's, it's with goodwill that they're doing a tour of Canada, more so than WWE would do. Like uh, It seems like they're covering more of Canada than WWE yeah, would. Doing, doing like a race across Canada like you've just had on BBC. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But um, it doesn't look like it's particularly inspiring numbers-wise. I guess as well that they're also doing the Dynamites, right, in Canada at the same, the same time. It's not just Collision. So I think they did the Dynamites just in different cities, yeah. Yeah, so like... I guess it's maybe a market that is already gone. Well, we've already paid for tickets to go to the other shows. We're, we're skint. Mm. <laughs> they might not have the money for it. Um, but also, the collision shows, we don't know how they're going to, one, be. We don't know the roster. We don't know um, the quality of the shows yet. You would think maybe some folk are going, let's wait until the first episode is aired and then see. I think we might see a spike after Punk's announced. If he is. <gasps> Spoiler phrase. If he is. <laughs> if he is. Uh, I mean, we can roll straight into that because the announcement of Collision was very much overshadowed by one man or one man not being mentioned, rather. Yes. The so lack of man's name is what caught people's ears. Yeah, so I've titled this CM Punk Does the Hokey Cokey because, <laughs> because he's in, out, in, out, and he's, he's shaking something all about. <laughs> That's what it's all about. But it's just, I mean... Every month we've talked about CM Punk, and two months ago it was, nah, he's not, he's not coming back. Last month it was, he is coming back, and this month it's been more in and outiness, basically. I just realised, just we will get into the CM Punk news in just 30 seconds. I wanted just to point this out, because it's just popped into my head. You know that thing where they say that the same word doesn't rhyme with itself? Yeah. Right? In, out, in, out, shake it all about. Do the hokey-cokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Hey. Well, about yeah. and about don't rhyme. No, it... it <sighs> And you shake it all about. You do the hokey-cokey and you turn around. That's, That's what, what it's all about. Hey. I guess, though, it's because it, it, does it does it need to rhyme there? I felt like it should have done. I think it's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just put that out into the world. CM Punk, sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> back on track. Yes, he's been doing the hokey-cokey. So wh- it should rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> How could we make it rhyme? Um... And turn yourself, uh, 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 shake it all around, <laughs> about, shake all the gout, and shake out, shake off your gout. You do the hokey cokey and you turn around. <laughs> That's, That's what, what it's, it's all, all about. about. Hey, there you go. Shake I like off how you, your gout. I like your <laughs> cover here. You do the CM Punky and you turn around. Yeah. No, no. I, I, actually, I actually did a you whole. I actually created a Please whole do. version in my head, but we're not performing it. Please. But right, no. But but the whole version had like the like the whole walk in and walk out bit and all that. Oh, oh the CM Punky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it was CM Punky. And then it was gonna get. And then oh, it was, the CM Punky. I'm old and I'm tired and I work with fucking children. Oh, that. Works quite well. <laughs> My version was rubbish. It was knees 
Ben arms rest go to sleep, which for your version, <laughs> that's good actually. Better, yeah. <laughs> Mine doesn't really scan as well as yours. <laughs> it's not as good for kids' parties. No. no. <laughs> 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 Let's do the CM Punky. Right. So anyway, CM Punky. <laughs> CM Punky. Right. So, I mean, oh, there's been a whole saga. I mean, we left off in April where CM Punk was not going to come back because he just called Chris Jericho a stooge. He just had to go with John Moxley. He called out Dave Meltzer. He called out AEW. A couple of weeks later, hey, Punk's back, kids. That's where we were in May. <laughs> Punk was coming back, and that's where we sort of started this month. The rumor was CM Punk was going to come back on the debut episode of Collision, June 17th at United Centre. It was going to come back. It was going to be, it was going to be amazing. And then... It came out the days beforehand that Punk's return was going to be announced at the upfront, so on that night's Dynamite, basically to coincide with Collision. Both of those shows happened without a single mention of CM Punk, beyond a press release that wasn't amended in time that had Punk's name on it by mm. mistake. Oh, see, I thought it was a case of someone had just looked at the history of the edits on the no. the, the actual web version of it, and they'd seen that someone had made an edit very last minute. So it was the press release that sent to media uh-huh. where it had Punk on it. Oh, no. And it was, <laughs> everyone just like, but he's not in the the one, that, he's not in the other one you've sent us. And, and it was very casually just like switched. Yeah. But yeah. It was too late then, the horse had bolted. And Warner Bros. Discovery basically says CM Punk is in no way affiliated with AW Collision. And basically what we come to find out is CM Punk was going to be announced, uh, basically with the announcement of Collision. They even made a graphic with CM Punk on, they made a match graphic for a match with Samoa Joe, and that would have been on the debut episode of Collision on June mm-hmm. 17th. But none of this actually comes out because, but for some reason, they, they 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 end up falling out again because, of course, um, and we find out afterwards that A. Steele, who infamously, allegedly, bit Kenny Omega and yeeted a chair off Nick Jackson's head during Brawl Out in September <laughs> last year, he was fired, and then at some point in the last several months, he was rehired by AEW. He's basically been working remotely on creative. And the plan was, basically the working plan was for A-Steel to return to the road of AEW when Collision debuted. CM Punk was told on May 16th, the day before Collision was announced, that A-Steel would not be back on the road if AEW would be working remotely. And CM Punk did not agree with this decision, and subsequently was pulled from all promotional materials for collision where where we go from here is what all like here we go reg- here we go again basically um and there, there was hopes of reconciliation with water Bros. discovery and ultimately cm punk and aw do reconcile probably tony card and punky booster did remain in conversation throughout the next five six days and punk signed legal documents about basically agreeing that he will turn up to TV dates that he's booked for and agreeing not to speak publicly about Brawl Out, which was the backstage fight between him and A-Steel against the Elite. You would think that the uh, contract, just there's, you are a wrestler at this company, is enough of a legal document to be like, when I book you, you turn up. Mm. <laughs> not having to need a second one. They were saying they had to amend it. They might have to do it with a lot more people because Collision wasn't in his original contract. They've had to yeah. add that in, basically. Be like, right, you're going to come to work chick magnet you're going to come in Aye. you're going to come to work but basically where we currently stand is punk is after after a whole in out in out shake it all about punk is now as of this moment on his way back to aw it's not official but tony khan has said he's got an announcement about the debut of collision tonight so 
when this goes yeah. out. Well, well, this is going out just a few hours before okay. Dynamite tonight. So if we listen to it tomorrow, Punk might be back. Which is fine, because that technically classes as news for June. Should yeah. we do a Punk tea? Oh, my God, I can't yeah. believe it. Yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, we'll do We'll do two versions. One, oh, I can't we'll believe Punk. Yeah. yeah, we'll keep them both in. Okay, just, so so just use the, whichever one's appropriate. Yeah. So, we'll, so we'll currently do the, I can't believe Punk is back. Okay, start right, with. Okay. So, so in three, two, one. Oh my god, he's back! Couldn't believe can, it. Like, you see what he did as well. I can't believe he did that thing with that wrestler. I can't believe he literally got his penis out live on TV. <laughs> <laughs> wow, perfect. See, coming back with Spaceman of the Future as his nickname as well. <laughs> Jackie Jupiter, what are you doing here? Right, and we'll do one uh, if he doesn't. Uh, in okay. three, two, one. <laughs> <sighs> so sad I know but it might still happen you never know I don't know so, where there's a will there is a way I still can't believe he got his penis out I know CM Punk knows best live streamed it on OnlyFans <laughs> appalling I mean $30 a month apparently but yeah. whatever floats your boat worth it and we'll do one just in case the repo man turns up <laughs> bloody hell it's the repo man what a treat fucking hell top guy on collision <laughs> Come on. It's what we want to happen. It's what we want to happen. I can't believe you've got his penis out on live television. <laughs> I thought Allegedly. Rebo Man was dead. No. Is he not dead? He's not even sick. Is he not? <laughs> he's fine. Is he actually alive? Of course he is. Uh, you can't tell. He's, 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 he's repossessing life as we speak. <laughs> I'm going to have a look at some details. <laughs> Barry Darso, he's still with us. Yeah, of course he is. You taping in? You see, of he is, but lots of wrestlers are dead. There is, yeah. There's, there's a <laughs> thing. Of, that, yeah. A lot of people are dead. I know he is alive. Only, six, he is. only sixty-three. Oh, go, lad. go, Barry Darso. If we do an bit, if we do an obit for Barry Darso next month, I'll be furious. He's <laughs> done it. I've killed <laughs> him. Suspect. You've killed. You. What if he's listening to this and he's like, "Then hello, Ooh. Repo Man. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> Smash. Thank you for tuning in. Put your knob away." <laughs> Right, so with Punk, so, so Punk being uh, the uh, the main star of Collision, it yeah. looks like. Uh, but the the whole thing behind the birth of Collision is, well, in a sense, it's to to calm the locker room down. Yes, so, in in, a, in the most unusual of ways. So as we know, CM Punk is a lovely, friendly man. Yep. He is. He bought donuts for the women's locker room. Yes, he also got a muffins from Wendy's Bakery in oh. Chicago. Mm. That place got so much Mindy's advertising. I was at Mindy's. Fuck Wendy's. Me. <laughs> Wendy's is the Wendy's. Mindy's Bakery is only open certain hours. He said in that massive rant. Yeah. It's like, wow, they're only open Wednesdays. I hope Mindy's Bakery took a big photo of Punk, bloodied, angry, eating their muffins, <laughs> and put it in the window. Yeah. Yeah. Come here and have a min- have a Mindy's. You're not like you when you're angry. <laughs> 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 They need that marketing. <laughs> See, my, yours is better. Mine was going to be old, tired, work with fucking children, <laughs> yeah. have a Mindy's. Have a Mindy's. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, never live that down. Locker room tensions. So, <laughs> spring and summer 2022, um, CM Punk and a lot of the AW locker room did not get along, which all ultimately led to brawl out. Um, in order to basically avoid people from punching each other in the face again. The plan is about to introduce a roster split or a brand split of some sort. I mean, according to Dave Meltzer, the idea of the brand split keeps changing every day, whether it's going to be hard, soft, semi, we don't know. <laughs> Flats it. <laughs> but what we... But can, we just, can we just hug? <laughs> but as of Double or Nothing weekend, according to Fightful Select, the brand split was going to start out soft and like a turned-on man was going to develop it, was going to get harder, basically. 
Uh, I never want to hear you say that again. <laughs> what, like a turned on man? Just, yeah, it's just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I want to hear the pillow talk between you and Carla. Oh, man, I am a turned on man right now. <laughs> it, it's just the, the monotone there. Like a turned on man. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> if this podcast doesn't get a Bluetooth sponsorship, I'll be foaming. <laughs> we do need one. Seriously, yeah. we're throwing everything at this now. But yeah, so, like, so yes, it's going to go from soft to hard. Um, <laughs> and we, we don't really know outside of who's been announced for Collision is going to be actually on the show. Um, we assume, well, we know Punk, basically. Yeah. Um, on the Dynamite side, it's going to be the Elite and Blackwell Combat Club, so they can be like the centerpieces of that mm-hmm. program. And some people who don't have issues with punk are probably just going to flow in between. The the thing that I'd heard regarding, it goes back to the stuff about tickets and the issue with selling tickets for Collision and how low some of the places have been. One of the solutions floated was to have uh, stars from Dynamite doing dark matches for Collision, like they did at Raw and SmackDown for a while. Yeah. Um, but the thing is... One, it adds extra travel dates to guys like Kenny Omega and the Bucks. And two, does it not completely ruin the whole reason you did the brand split in the first yeah. place yeah. if you're flying them into the other rosters? They were saying the point as well as some talent would basically just rebel against it in the sense that they're signed with AEW because you only work... In reality, you only work in two days a week if you're counting travel as work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're adding collision, you basically work in a WWE schedule. Yeah, because you'd have two shows a week. Plus, then, if they're getting used for Ring of Honor, yeah, have extra taping before, you've got Rampage... Dynamite, you've got thankfully no dark anymore, but like, and also that defeats the point of oh, we're going to keep these people that are have issues separate. Let's fly them in to have a match before the show. What's exactly. the point? Yeah. What's the point? Uh, what does this mean for the first AEW new TV show, Rampage? Yeah, so there was speculation basically after after we first found out Collision was coming that they might just bin off Rampage. But, I mean, it, it could actually turn out to be a good thing in the long run because Rampage is basically going to be used to feature young mid-card talent, a bit like Sunday Night Heat and Velocity Way or AW's old YouTube shows, Dark and Dark Elevation. So, I, like, I, I was chatting about this with Carla, uh, my fiance, basically going, I mean, I might actually watch Rampage if they start actually featuring just the younger talent. They like, just have feuds on Rampage, almost mm. like as a mini-separate thing. Mm. Like the NXT of... Yeah, the NXT of AEW. I like that's a great idea, the NXT of AEW, because currently, like Rampage just has be is just the overspill of dynamite. It doesn't really feel like it's anything. It's like the third hour, but like weirdly non but worse. N- yeah, not relevant. Disconnected. Yeah. 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 So I mean uh, that's that's relief to see that they're gonna actually they could have really, you know, funded Rampage more and not had to make collision, but I guess, you know I think uh-oh. the brand name was damaged a little bit. Folk know that Rampage is just the one hour kind of spillover whereas uh, going this is our new show whole new name all this branding it looks like Nitro hey tune in for Saturday Nitro you know yeah, it's a whole thing rather than just Rampage because one thing I forgot to mention but Collision basically totally can't send the double enough in media scrum that AEW weren't necessarily looking to add a new show but David Saslav who runs Warner Brothers Discovery basically went this is bringing in ratings for us. Can you do a two-hour show on a Saturday night? Oh, wow. And apparently Tony Khan was like, yeah, they bother me. It's like how it was back in the day rather than them going, can we get another show, please? Yeah, it's just like, can you please give us a show? We need a show, yeah. Yeah. He has a a sack of coins. He has a sack of coins. (laughs) Does it show that there is a a current boom period for wrestling, like in the pop cultural zeitgeist? If, If Warner Brothers Discovery is going oh, we want more of that. We want more wrestling because it's bringing in such good ratings. And I know everyone online gets all 
pissy about the ratings and going, oh, they've got 100,000 more people watching. But clearly it's enough to get a second show. Yeah. And it'll just be interesting to see how the ratings do on a Saturday night. I think that's a really good point, like whether this is a turning point for wrestling again, that we're at a point where it is a bit more front and centre. Mm. There's There's been a lot of positive news coming out of WWE on the whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Vince McMahon stuff aside, like in terms of the direction the company's going in and the talent that they're investing in, there's a lot of positivity. And, uh, you know, uh, high tide raises all ships. When WWE are doing good things, yep. then AEW will do good things and wrestling as a, as a, as a whole will do well. And And whether, you know, if you're an, you know, there's a lot of anti-WWE sentiment online and you might be listening to this and you might hate what WWE does. And I get it. But there's no denying the fact that a lot of the industry, the whole industry, kind of bends and breaks depending on how well they're doing. Yeah, yeah pretty much. And if WWE are in a dip, then everyone's in a dip, you know. And it filters all the way down. We work for North Wrestling. Yep. North Wrestling is having a phenomenal run at the moment. We've just announced Mercedes Martinez for AE, for, for our, from AEW for North Wrestling from the Struck, our biggest show, July 15th yeah. at the Walker Dome. Tickets available at northwrestling.co.uk. Nice plug. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, but, it's a, but it's because wrestling is generally back on good terms with 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 the normal normal people <laughs> not yeah, not yeah, as yeah. wrestling nerds uh, that the, therefore you do have a, a sort of mini boom period again which what is the, great what they call casual fans casual the fans cash. The ca- the cash. yeah because we're already sold you want the ca- you're yeah. more casual people yeah. coming on in and yeah and and i think with aew being offered a bag of money to make more wrestling I think that's you know a credit to obviously what they're doing is is being enjoyed by the right people. You know, yeah. it's not being enjoyed by everybody. You might be listening to this and might hey AEW, and that's fine. But it's obviously being enjoyed by enough of the right people to get it more airtime. I'll be really interested to see with Collision once the first few shows are done and the numbers of people, the attendance is better because on Saturday night that's when you go see live stuff. Yeah, like, that's mm. your night out. I wonder if the live attendance will be eventually better on a Saturday than it is on a Wednesday. But whether the ratings will be higher on a Wednesday and lower on a Saturday, because folk will go, I'll watch on a replay, or I'll watch yeah. the next day. See, this is a weird thing because, in the sense that, like, Wednesday is so embedded as the day you watch AEW in the US because of dynamite. Yeah. And on Saturday night, you tend to do things. So I imagine it might be a lot more, like, on demand in terms of viewership because, I mean, you go out on a Saturday night, don't you? Yeah. They'd be smart getting it on Max, the HBO, yeah. the new HBO streaming service. It, the rebranded. Once it gets on there, I think you'll you'll get again more casual people yeah. Yeah. coming to look at it. Well, it's a bit like Peacock with WWE. Yeah, yeah. you you suddenly open up a whole new world there with doing that. Um, let's move on to WWE uh, and on Peacock. You may have watched over the weekend Night of Champions from the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Thank you for joining us on the live stream. Uh, we raised some really really important money for charity because you came and joined us, and we're very grateful for doing that. Uh, but uh, we have ourselves a brand new. A world heavyweight champion coming out of Saudi Arabia. Yeah, so we found out last month that Triple H was introducing a world heavyweight championship. It's basically going to be Raw's top belt, essentially because they basically almost put themselves into a corner with Roman Reigns. Mm. But that aside, um, Seth Rollins defeated AJ Styles at Night of Champions after a tournament to become the new world heavyweight champion and actually the inaugural world heavyweight champion because that other big gold belt doesn't matter apparently. <laughs> um, the lineages are completely separate. But the, the Rollins win didn't necessarily, didn't necessarily come as a surprise, but what we had rumours of beforehand was that there was some hesitancy within WWE to keep Seth Rollins as world heavyweight champion almost in the future, basically because he's been cast in Captain America New World Order 
for Too Sweet Brother, um, <laughs> the sequel. But he, he's been casting that, I think, we think, as a member of the Serpent, Serpent Society. Serpent Society, yeah. Um, and basically, maybe going, you might become more in, in, integrated into Hollywood with the idea that because he's going to be there a lot, you don't make him the top guy. Five or so let have said that's bollocks. We've had other reports saying that that's that's true so i suppose we'll find out in three years but, <laughs> but, but, but basically seth rollins defeated aj styles some people were hoping edge might win because edge cut that wonderful promo about because the belt was so similar the big gold about winning the world heavyweight championship mm-hmm. again nice way to pay off his career retires after losing it um he ultimately went out with the tournament semi-final pretty much yeah, pretty, pretty early. Like, he lost that triple threat match with uh, AJ and, and Ray in it and it was like oh okay so that was just him on his own going I'll make a promo not actually yeah. part of the storyline because uh, it's not gone anywhere no he just kept us he just kept us guessing didn't yeah, he yeah and it was good I, want, I would like to have seen Seth versus Edge again but AJ Seth was a fresher matchup yeah mm. but basically what we have heard is that Seth Rollins Seth Rollins is the new champion and he will be on every Raw going forward so here is this your working champion again, mm-hmm. as opposed to Roman, who is part time basically. And I like that. I like. I know. I was very, I had very strong uh, reservations about the the new world heavyweight championship. More about how it was introduced and how Triple H. I don't think he meant to. Very much made it feel like a consolation prize by oh, yeah. by emphasizing how Roman Reigns can't be beat and he's never here. So here's a new toy to play with. Like I think had that promo been slightly different, I yeah. would have felt differently about it. But from the reveal that's what it was. The lineage thing's interesting because I think we both thought that they t- eventually tied to the World Heavyweight title, um, the big gold belt. See, I was unsure because they they alluded to it uh, kind of that yes, it looked a little bit like the you know, it looks like the big gold belt and that Perhaps they would tie it into that, but they they'd been mer- very clear. Or they'd said sort of things like, "Oh, you know, it's the new, new world heavyweight championship," which makes you think, "Oh, it's it's a different lineage." But I don't. I'm kind of glad they're not tying into it, into the old one. In the sense, is this is a fresh belt. We get to start a new lineage here, and it it makes it less baggage, I guess, of being like, "Oh, well, it was actually absorbed into the WWE championship, which Roman's now got." and Otherwise, it's yeah, it's, it's cleaner. It's cleaner, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I mean, you've even had a but on the secondary thing, you even had AJ Styles saying before Night of Champions, going, "How can you argue this belt isn't secondary to yeah. Roman Reigns' title?" And that's when he found out he was losing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> don't want it anyway. It's rubbish. <laughs> and I love the fact that he's going to be on Raw every week. Uh, and I like the idea that it's going to be like a belt that's probably defended every week almost, or if not every other week. At least every pay-per-view. Yeah. At least every pay-per-view. Which you haven't even had before. I mean, we don't even know the next time Roman's going to defend the Undisputed Summer WWE Universal Slam, title. We think SummerSlam. And maybe Money in the Bank, but there's a, there's a tag match with the Usos rumored for Money in the Bank after what happened in Night of Champions. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I mean, Seth just defending it all the time is going to be a good thing. Like, make that belt... Not the workhorse title, that's the IC title, but make this sort of like you you know you're guaranteed a title match on every pay if you like a world title match. And it'd be a good match as well, yeah. not just sort of like oh it's predictable. Like if you can make it so that it's like will Seth keep the belt every single time as well, that adds a little bit more intrigue than just yep Roman's winning. Oh, Solo's going to come out and hit the spike, and there we go. You Bam. can keep people guessing as well if mm. you put in with random opponents. Uh, one one other thing I want to mention about Night of Champions before we move on. The, the, the main event of the night was for the Undisputed Tag Team titles. It was Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa. And it was on this night that the Civil War in the Bloodline began. And I thought it was a fantastic bit of business. 
Yeah, Fantastic. Really, really well like the Jimmy Jimmy Uso super kicking Roman Reigns. Jay Uso still trying to talk sense into his brother, but not like but oh, being torn, being caught between the devil and the deep blue sea. Yeah. And, and I love the story that they have told. And and I'm intrigued as to see where it goes. All of a sudden, Jimmy Uso is is the main character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was interesting in the sense that I remember chatting to you, Fraser, about all this, but saying, getting a bit bored of the bloodline, storyline stuff, in the sense that ultimately I, I still believe that Roman should have lost the belt to WrestleMania. Yes. You could have mm. still done this feud. But I'm sort of thinking, going, how long are they just going to keep having it where Roman's having to go with the Usos? And it's, essentially they're going to be like his bitch on TV, basically. But... Night of Champions didn't expect it, but perfect time to do the angle. And now I'm actually intrigued to see where it's going to go as we head through the summer. It's got me more invested. The the angle that got me back into it was on the SmackDown the night before, um, where Jimmy was had the belts after they beat up Kevin and Sammy, and Roman's like, "Give me those fucking belts. They're my belts." And mm. Jimmy's really hesitant, and Jay's forces them off of Jimmy, hands them to Roman. They all do the the point up, you know, the ones. Uh, but Jimmy doesn't. He stands in the corner, and Jay's like, "Get the, f- get in line!" And it's like, "Okay, okay, here we go. This is this. There's the wheels are moving." Um, I still think Jay will be the main character out of the Usos here. I think yeah. this is really just to get Jay a bit more. You know, if does he go with his brother and be blacklisted from the bloodline and you know cut out of the family, or will he go with his cousin and? lose a brother. It's it's a tough situation to be in. Could be an interesting storyline wrinkle on SmackDown this Friday. Rikishi, uh, the father of Jimmy and Jay Uso, was tweeting up a storm after Solo. Night of Champions. Can't forget him. Solo as well. Of course, sorry, Solo. I forgot he was your dad too. <laughs> but, uh, but Rikishi dropping tweets like, enough, and I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. And... And all this, I, and I'd like to think that maybe they have something planned with Rikishi turning up on SmackDown. One or big whether... stink face. <laughs> yeah. I've got one more stink <laughs> face in me, brother. He beats him at SummerSlam for the belts. Yeah. He's the, so Rikishi is the new tribal chief. Rikishi is the new tribal chief. <laughs> 23 years after he ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. You know what? 24 years. Rik- no, no. Rikishi Roman Reigns. <laughs> Just once on SmackDown. With Scotty Too Hot, he's back to the guest referee. No, yeah. I like the idea of Roman beating up Rikishi and then seeing what, okay. how the Usos and Solo react to it. I feel like he beats up his dad. Yeah. yeah. Gets like, forces Solo to spike him. Solo's like, yeah, fine, bye, <laughs> see you, dad. Sure. And, and the other's like, oh, I don't know. The thing I do not want to see, those Rikishi in a thong in 2023. Sure. <laughs> now you wear that leather tracksuit when I he was the bad man. Yes, I hope Starting so. Starting off soft. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> like a man turned on. Yeah. Getting hard. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns has been the WWE Universal Champion for uh, almost a thousand days at this point. I think the thousandth day. Was it a thousandth day on Night of Champions? Yeah. Yes. Oh, over a thousand days now. Uh, I believe his reign started roughly the same time as development began on AEW Fight Forever, uh, which has taken forever, ironically. But we finally have an update on AEW's inaugural video game. We do, thank God. Thank God! So, I mean, Kenny Omega announced it all the way back in, I think, October 2020. Mm. Uh, we found out from you, because they, they told us personally that the game was in development from August 2020. I mean, press around the game has been not kind because we were just sort of hanging on, waiting. Everything coming out was mm-hmm. that it was hitting problems. The game was actually meant to be released last late last year, but they were trying to secure a teen rating from the ESRB, which is the ratings board in the United States. 
they couldn't initially, but they could, they did in the end, essentially, because AEW's toned down the blood. That led to fears that blood maybe had been removed, but there's still a shit ton of blood, yeah. so there's no problems. A there. lot of blood, actually. It's shining. Yeah, it's like, it's like that scene from Carrie, when, yeah. you, when you do a headlock on someone. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's just John Moxley's special. <laughs> yeah, Moxley's over the moon. I could say Moxley'd be loving it. Absolutely <laughs> loving it. Press triangle to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially, they finally got all of that sorted. Um, the face they announced that the game is going to be released on Thursday, June 29th. It's going to be on Xbox consoles, PlayStation consoles, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Um, the price of the game in the UK is going to be £49.99. pence. Okay. So it's slightly expensive. Slightly cheaper than most releases now. Yeah. About £10 more. Uh, £10 cheaper. I mean, we did hear rumors that was going to be a Game Pass, but there's been nothing on that, so I guess it might be I eventually. Think eventually. But, uh, and but not right release. now. Um what we do know is there will be a career mode. You have all the customization bollocks. You make broccoli and other stuff. And there's also going to be exploding barbed wire deathmatch and other match types. But one thing that we won't have is trios matches. I assume just because they haven't added them in yet. But the idea with Fight Forever is that's going to be one release that gets updated regularly with like new mm. characters and new bollocks. We're going basically. for the live service model rather than just your standard release. Annual release, yeah. yeah. Which makes sense for them to do that. But I, I think we've all shit on um, the amount of time it's taken. For this game to come out, but I think they just announced it far too early. Game yeah. game de- development time takes a long time. I yeah, mean, in Grand Theft Auto Six, where the fuck is that? It's been ten years since the last one. They just almost should have announced it in twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two. I think yeah, twenty twenty two. Gone. Oh, by the way, here's a game that we've we've been working on because for the past three years we've had this one photo of Jericho looking shit in the game, mm. and that's been it. And obviously we've seen little bits, but we've not really seen much. They just announced it far too early. It's taken the appropriate amount of time for a game. To development it's just it's felt like forever but it's going to be based off wf no mostly those classic like nintendo 64 games i mean i think the guy who actually was the director of wf no mercy he's helped out a lot with fight forever and i mean gameplay wise it looks fun i mean yeah. you're not going to get top, tip top tip top graphics but that's not the be all and end all of this game it looks a lot more arcadey a lot more um like it feels like one that your mates come around it's an, alter- it's an alternative. Play, yeah, and play your classic WWE games where it's not like, oh, right, let's make a really good match in the game, whereas the WWE games are like, right, let's go lock up, let's grapple, let's have a decent match, whereas this looks like it's a, a proper fighting game. Really fun. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it. Yeah, yeah. me too. It look, yeah, I think it needs to be different. It desperately needs yeah. to be different. It comes so. out a big weekend. They've got money in the bank to compete with. That's true, actually. Well, yeah. It's also like four days after... Forbidden, uh, Door. Forbidden Door, yeah. But I mean, Thursday is quite a weird release date for video games. I mean, it's normally a Tuesday and a Friday yeah. in Europe if they if they want to sort of have a staggered one. But this is on a Thursday, and basically reports are from WrestleZone is that the game is going to have heavy synergy with the basically the June twentieth episode of Dynamite. The whole do... episode is in the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Just Orange Cassidy holding a controller yeah. playing it. Um, but the idea was that you've got. Digital marketplace, a lot of people buy games digitally now, so get those last minute pre orders in. Yeah, this game comes out tomorrow, go and play it at midnight. A QR code that comes up on the screen that goes, Hey, get the game. Yeah, as soon as the show ends, you can play it. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it, isn't it? You know, and don't have any trios matches that night, for goodness sake. It'll be be, be too obvious that you haven't got them in the game. Uh, speaking of Forbidden Door, here's a Forbidden Door that uh, that could that could potentially be opened, oh. and that is with uh, AEW. 
and former WWE and WCW world champion Goldberg. Yeah, Billy Bob Goldberg. Billy Bob Goldberg. <laughs> What's the story? Um, I mean, Goldberg's been a free agent since the end of last year. Um, his contract was to be expired. Apparently, Goldberg said that he was expecting to have a retirement match in WWE, and that was promised to him by Vince McMahon. But of course, Vince McMahon was well forced to resign from WWE, missed his sexual misconduct and hush money allegations. Of course, he's all back now because it was Vince. Vince. Um, but Goldberg, I mean, once Triple H took over, he had seemingly had no interest in booting him. He had no matches on his contract at that point, but it's just been allowed to expire. The idea is Goldberg has been promoting is having self-promoting a four-city retirement tour mm. where one of those matches would be in Israel. But one of the things that has been heavily rewarded is Tony Khan, basically, back in March when we found out Goldberg was a free agent, was I'm keeping an eye on this. And you thought, oh, no. <laughs> and we all thought, oh, no. <laughs> um, and we, we haven't heard much about Goldberg to AEW since beyond speculation that he might be involved at All In because why not have Goldberg at All In? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 65,000 people pay him a big bag of money and go, I mean, the speculation is why doesn't he do something with Sting because of that WCW connection? Uh, put him in a six-man, have Goldberg come in, hit his spear and Jack Herrick, that's all we really want. Yeah. Um, but last word is, Tony Khan hasn't directly said Goldberg is coming, but he certainly teased it. At the poster or nothing media scrub, he's gone, yeah, I have talked to Bill, first name terms there. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be that unusual. I've talked to Bill when he's not been under contract at times, and I have a good relationship with Bill. <laughs> I've had a good conversation with him, but I've had a lot of great conversations with Bill. His family has done a lot of great things in Jacksonville. He's rich to the Wolfson family, who built the Wolfson Children's Hospital in Jacksonville. Bill is a great former <laughs> football star. <laughs> Why am I weird about him calling him Bill? <laughs> Bill. I worked in football, and it's a bit American football, yeah. not, not, not soccer. The, wrong, the, wrong the wrong kind football. of football. And it's a big part of my life. We have a lot in common, and we have a lot of mutual friends. And I have a really good relationship with Bill. Bill. I like him a lot. After what I've talked to him about, I would say that's just between the two of us. It was a good chat. I like Bill, Bill. a lot. He's a great guy. Tony and Bill. Yeah. Uh, it's Bill and Tony the flower pot man. <laughs> I think if, if, he, if he does arrive, imagine him on collision if they do a set that looks like Nitro. Oh, yes. And him, oh, yes. you've got the, oh, the smoke going off. He comes in, he's breathing like a dragon. Would they have to call him Bill? <laughs> oh, <laughs> just to be honest, it's his surname, isn't Bill. it? It's his surname. You can't, you can't trick someone's surname, I don't um, think. I, it would be interesting to see what he does, but I feel like there's something there with, with Jade Cargill that they do a passing of the torch streak moment. <laughs> oh, Cargill beats Goldberg. What about no, no, you've got a little not that. Yes. Yeah. Jackhammer. Cargill. Cargill. Yeah. They're just like, hey, both our streaks are over now. <laughs> no, you do Bill Goldberg doing the entrance that Jade Cargill did at Double or Nothing. Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> All the pretty girls walk like this. Yeah, this, have, have, this, um, have this. Bill do that. Um, I think we should just call him Bill from now on. Bill. I think from now he should be Bill. Big the, Bill. The Bill. Oh, what, oh. About, what if he has a big Bill class with big Bills? It's the battle of the Bills. Oh, yeah. put that top of the Bill. What are the Bills of the in wrestling? Um, Bill, Billy, um, Bill Murray. Bill Kidman. <laughs> Bill Kidman Bill Stretch. Kidman yeah. um, um, uh, why can't we think of any Bills Bill Bill Buf no that's Beth Busick Beth Busick we can call him Bill for this instance <laughs> Bill Busick Billy Five Eagles he was an uh, enhancement talent from the mid 90s Billy Osprey <laughs> Bill Osprey 
Bill Osprey. Oh, yeah, Billy Osprey. Billy Osprey. Um, oh, Billy Regal. <laughs> Billy Regal. <laughs> Even though his name isn't really William. It's Billy. Billy Regal. Billy, Bill Regal. You type um, in Bill Wrestler, it comes up straight away with Big Bill. William Washington. <laughs> Get Bill. out there, Bill Washington. Billy Washington. Billy Washington. Bill DeMott. Bill DeMott. Bill DeMott. Uh, Get Bill out there. Bill Lesnar. His <laughs> <laughs> Brock's real name is Bill. <laughs> Hardcore Billy. Um, <laughs> Billy Robinson. Billy Robinson. Billy Rhodes. <laughs> Dig him up. Someone called Bill Williams. Yeah, Bill Williams. <laughs> yeah. Love Bill. Yeah, fuck that. But so we could have like the big Simon Biller. That. <laughs> that, there's a lot of money on the table for these big, big clashes of bills. Big that's Bill, sure. big Bill Battle Royal. But that, that cat that goes, I'm Big Billy, <laughs> little Big Billy. Exactly, exactly. But, but I will say there might still be surreal to see Goldberg and the AEW ring, but I just went, I mean, literally what I've written is we've just seen fucking Sabu a double or nothing. <laughs> so uh, anything's possible. Anything basically. can happen in the AEW Federation. Yeah, Goldberg yeah. makes a bit more sense than Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> it was let's, just out of nowhere, wasn't it? Like, what the fuck? Let's, yeah. let's touch on AEW before we go on to the, the smaller stories of the month that did yeah. big numbers. Because uh, we had AEW double or nothing over the weekend, we saw uh, we mentioned Jay Cargill there, a passing of the torch, uh, a very sudden following her defeat, uh, defeating Ty Valkyrie, uh, an open challenge there and then offered by Mark Sterling, answered by Chris Statlander, yeah, who came out and within a minute had beaten Jay Cargill for the TBS title. Insane, kept them both strong though. Kept, uh, I'm glad they kept Jade strong and having her already beat someone and then get beaten herself. But yeah, it was the right the right time to do it. She's sixty and one, which is an impressive record. Uh, she held it for 509 days, that TBS championship. Yeah, reign, something like that. hats it's off. It's crazy that two of the longest women's championship reigns ended a day apart. Because Bianca mm. lost her title at Night of Champions, and then Jade lost her title the next night as well. That's so true. I never thought of it like that. But uh, the, the rumors are as well is that Jade's going to be taking some time off, either soon or immediately, and she's going to come back with a character change, which I guess is a babyface turn, but we don't know Goldberg. that's confirmed yet. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed, she, she is the new Goldberg. Uh, Shaved head. A beard. A beard. That'd be brilliant. It wasn't the only uh, shock title change at Double or Nothing because the women's title changed hands. Tony Storm beating Jamie Hayter in just a couple of minutes in a match that was filled with distractions and shenanigans because Jamie Hayter's legitimately hurt. Multiple injuries that she's been carrying, right? Yeah, so apparently she's, her back's just knackered at the minute. Yeah. Um, she worked through the pay-per-view. Carrying the women's division. <laughs> but we don't know how long she's going to be out. I mean, I think the hope is that she'll be back for all in and maybe win the title back in front of the, have a massive moment yeah. in front of the Wembley Stadium. Mm. But she, apparently she's just been knackered for the last few weeks, basically. I mean, storyline is that the outcasts have done it, those damn dirty outcasts. Yeah, heels, what are they like? I know. So there's a great story to, to have. I mean, like... When she comes back. Yeah. When Tony Storm lost the belt in full, in, at full gear, I sort of thought... I feel a bit bad for it, but this sort of feels like she'll sort of drift down the card now, but fair fucks to her. She's mm. like right at the top still. And although like in hindsight, that reign was then legitimized and wasn't an interim reign, it's nice to have her with the belt where it's not going to be called interim yeah, world. In an official yeah. capacity. In an official capacity. She's got the belt and it's not the interim title. And I'm glad they didn't do an interim title thing with, with Jamie having her be like, oh, well, I'm injured, but we're going to keep the belt on hiring them, they're going to unify, unify them at some point whenever she's back. I'm glad they just did a switch. Yeah. Um, I thought maybe they would have actually pulled her from the match and put in, like, Brit or something as a replacement, being like, oh, we'll fight, but she had been beat up by someone in the earlier match. Yeah, they, they covered it up, and they, they, they got well to done. the finish line. Mm -hmm. it was. Um, the low point of Double or Nothing, uh, I think 
unanimously Jericho versus Adam Cole in that unsanctioned match, which I just think was dreadful. Uh, I've heard a lot of criticism for the finish in the sense that it was a referee stoppage in an unsanctioned match. In an unsanctioned match? match. Your ref's only there to count the three. And stop the match if need to, because we're not man, we're not animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was it was a, a sloppy match overall. Um, it just feels like where do you go from here? Because that was that should have been the ending of a blood feud, blood feud thing, sort of like. And there was just not much intensity from Adam Cole in it. As much as I'm a big Adam Cole fan, it just felt like they didn't quite click. Mm-hmm. And granted, the crowd was still filing in at that point. Like there was, it wasn't a big crowd. Um, and the crowd just didn't seem to care. Yeah, so, so that's one thing we, sh- we should cover, really. I mean, double or nothing is always in Las Vegas. Um, what we came up at the end is I think there was about 10000 paid, but to get there, they were doing deals like four tickets for $40 and stuff like that. Mm. And they also heavily they were just giving away tickets for free, to, for free mm. towards the end. I mean, that burger thing turned out to be rubbish. Yeah, uh, but, I had a feeling, yeah. But... They it's were not just, far off it. Yeah, they were just giving away tickets. And from the, from the sound of it, like the, the crowd were filing in until the second and third match. And I mean, they just weren't that hot, really, nah, were they? Nah, they weren't. And there's been photos like circuits. And, and you know what? Like, I, I'm baffled by... by and, and I've seen a few wrestling reporters do it. And I just think, where's the self-awareness here? When you've got a ticket on the hard cam side, like Brian Alvarez did, yeah. and he took a photo... Of Orange Cassidy. And therefore, you just see these rows and rows and rows and rows of empty seats. Are you not aware that that is sending the wrong message? There is there is a whole army of, 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 in, of incredibly bored people who will just jump on either promotion, either WWE or AEW, yeah. and attack them. I saw somebody do it for one of, one of uh, I think it was a UK reporter who did it at Stand and Deliver where they took a photo of uh, from their hard cam position, you just see rows and rows of empty seats. It looks awful. Like, but yeah, where's but also, the self-awareness when you're taking these pictures? But also at the same time, that's not his responsibility. It's not. Because but... he's he's taken a photo. He was posting photos of the the results and what was happening at the show. He posted the photo of Orange Cassidy with the title. That's not his responsibility to make sure that there's an audience behind him. That no. should be that should be AEW. Yeah, he, he has an audience and a platform that folk are going, oh, they've not sold tickets. But he was not posting the image going... This is Look, they're, they're not selling seats. He no, would... he didn't. But but that was obvious. That was to even to me. I go, that's obvious. I yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't take that picture because I know that's gonna. If I was in a WWE arena, I'd do the same thing. I don't know. I was always taught about angling pictures to make them look better. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, granted, yeah, but I think from that angle, there was no way to look make it look better. Like he mm. was, he got a, g- a good seat. He's trying to post images from the show. That is as much as you know. He shouldn't have posted it if it's if he was working for AEW. Don't post that if he works for them. Mm. He doesn't. I think that was fair fox to report yeah, on. Report okay. on the fact that, look, there's no audience there. I or d- at the time, it did fill out a wee bit later on. I do think Double Nothing is in a weird spot in the sense that it's at the end of May. A, a lot of sort of the build the pay-per-view was looking beyond Double or Nothing. I mean, we know collisions on the way on 17th of June. And Forbidden Doors coming up on the 25th of June, I mean... And All In is after that in Wembley. I know. So then, all eyes are anywhere but Double or Nothing. And I think the, the world are saying, like, Las Vegas is a really expensive city to go to. Especially Hope, Memorial Weekend. Yeah, I'm hoping it goes down for, in time for my wedding. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it probably is just dead expensive to get hotels and all that sort of stuff. And people, I think, are looking at it and going, if I'm going to travel, I'm going to go to Forbidden Door. Yeah, mm. that's you're going to save it and do it there. Cheaper yeah. city, and you'll mm. probably see more people you want to see. Because they're even seeing it on the West Coast as well. Like, AW in the past didn't used to run California, but they now do. So if you live in that area, you're not going to travel to Vegas. You're just going to wait for them to come to LA or mm. something. Exactly. Having said all that, right, in terms of like the, we mentioned 
Cole and Jericho. Uh, I want to give props because I thought MJF, Sammy Guevara, Darby Allen, and Jungle Boy had a fucking banger. Really good. Yeah, phenomenal work. The highs on the card were really, really good. Yeah, like the the final two matches particularly. Thought they were great. Anarchy in the arena, even if the the had the quite problematic face paint on the guy that was uh, leading. The it was song. a mask, wasn't it? In the there end, it was a mask and face paint. And uh, then he had, okay, he had painted red lips, and it was bad. It was really, really bad. Right, they shouldn't have done that. But the young bucks super kicked him, and a great move from them. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, great matches throughout the show. For the most part, there was little dips, but I enjoyed it. I had good fun watching it. And they teased two non AEW friends of Kenny Omega coming in. Presumably for Forbidden Door. What should just be two random folk, you know? Yeah. Dean, he's an accountant. It's Dean and... Um, uh, Sarah, Sarah Bill. my neighbour. Bill. Bill. Um, Bill. <laughs> my mate, Bill. Bill Boldberg. <laughs> my mate, Bill's coming into play. He works at Greg's. Um, here's Bill. Um, I, I like the idea of Kenny Mills. I got a steak bake, please, man. <laughs> <laughs> or does a yum yum. Yum yum. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Coldarlink.com, there are sometimes those articles that just catch the imagination of people that watch what we do, read what we do, enjoy what we do, and we thank you if you're one of those. So they always take for some interesting reading. So what stories have got a lot of traction on the website this week, yes. this month, Aiden? So, I mean, the biggest story all month. I mean, this one's not really funny, but it is sort of just like a, a small thing in the grand scheme of things. But WWE are apparently planning to turn Bianca Belair and the Street Profits heel at some point this year. Mm. I don't know whether you can. Oh, I think you can. I don't, I don't, getting some booze recently. But, but I see lots of pictures of Bianca doing outreach stuff and getting in amongst the crowds and more people, more, more young girls dressing as Belair. Yeah. And I just think that she's, she is so beloved. As long as she doesn't do a You People promo. Rain still does make a wish. That's true. Austin Theory does make a wish. He's knobber, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, sorry, Austin, if you're watching this, make um, a, make a wish. Uh, my son's not well, but I really hate him. So can can Austin Theory Austin go and see him? <laughs> Eight down. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think it would work. Is also freshen up her character. Her character in NXT as a heel was really really fun. Mm. There's like numerous promos where she's just. Looks like she's having fun. As a face, I think it's run its course for now. I think the fear mm. at the minute is she's going to end up like 2006 John Cena. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, she has just lost, but the idea of that, she was beating everybody. Yeah. She needs to freshen up the act a little bit. Yeah. And as a heel, uh, along with the Street Profits, who, again, I don't think it should be a, a you people, you know, I hate the crowd. It, they need to be cool heels because the Street Profits yeah. are cool. 
Um, and Montez Ford needs a big, big push, but keep them as a group. Montez Ford, the easy gimmick for the Street Profits is have them where they absolutely hate climate change because amount of red cups you can't recycle. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Monty, what's it like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Monty that, that, that name change Monty Ford <laughs> Monty Ford yeah. oh the way you get around it is that you have their entrance and then behind them you have somebody run out with a recycling bin yes just put them all in <laughs> big baby face too that's how you can turn them back yeah. <laughs> okay so um, what else is catching <laughs> okay okay <laughs> and swiftly moving on okay stop talking about climate change <laughs> I for one hate the climate Ooh. Get off hey, it's it's flipping warm, isn't it? And it's, yeah. and it's sometimes cold. Yeah. Get off some theory to speak to about it. You hate it so much. That's weather. That's <laughs> oh, you say that, but hey, the other morning when my car was frozen to get started, a global warming. Ooh. Am I right? Where's that? Give me some of that global warming. <laughs> Could do with it this morning. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> right, but yes. Anyway. Wrestling. So, <laughs> um, I mean, WrestleMania 40 plans are already being floated about. And one of the things under consideration is this is called the ultimate destination match. Is <laughs> Cody Rhodes? What are the rules of that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Matt Hardy just. Oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> it's just Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. I mean, we've heard it might not happen at WrestleMania 40, but that is the ultimate destination. So if they don't go at that at WrestleMania 40, Gunter versus Cody Rhodes is also under consideration. A penultimate destination. Yes. Yeah. The, 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 the second to last stop, it's the Edinburgh on the way to... <laughs> no, it's not. It's the Newcastle on the way to Edinburgh. The yeah. Newcastle on the way to Edinburgh. Well, actually, the second last stop is usually Berwick. Is it? Yeah. Derek upon Tweed. Yeah. Badness. Yeah. If, if it's, yeah, it's usually that or Muscleborough. So it's the Muscleborough. <laughs> <laughs> Muscleborough. Yeah, just in the outskirts of Edinburgh. Right. I didn't know Muscleborough had a train oh, station. Yeah. Oh, it's got a little one, Scott Rail Service. Oh, it lovely. It stops right outside the uni. So there you go. Oh, but, no, but does the big LNER train stop there? I, once every now and again. Okay. We'll get a stop there. <laughs> or Dunbar. Very rarely. I must admit, like the Cody Roman match very much feels like that should be how it ends because that's how it all began. But I'm not mad about Cody and Gunter. The story never ends. story yes, never ends. I have a feeling they're going to do it at SummerSlam, the title change. I just have a weird feeling that if we're hearing rumours that the ultimate destination match is Cody versus Roman, and then we're also hearing rumours about Cody versus Gunter at WrestleMania 40, but we've not heard solid information that uh, Cody versus Roman's for 40, right? So it's possibly it's, for 40, but they're saying it might be beyond 40. Right, so it could be beyond 40 with Cody with the belts. Yeah. Or it could be Cody wins at SummerSlam. Because the rumour actually for SummerSlam is he's just going to fight Brock again. Yeah. That seems to be where we're going. Yeah. Because you've got to have the rubber match at SummerSlam. Yeah, and I think that the rumours are as well as that Cody's going to be in Money in the Bank. So that sort of negates him being... With a broken fucking arm. Yeah. What? But I mean, just get like Big Show doing his Revolution 2006 and just starts punching people in the head. <laughs> but but the rumours, I think some of Sam, Cody, Brock, and then I, 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 I don't think they're going to keep him busy Roman, for nine months, maybe. Roman J? Yeah, uh, you could do Roman J. He's got to defend the belt at some point. Fuck I think me. Roman Jimmy. You, yes. Roman yeah. Rikishi? We'll go Roman Rikishi, here we yeah. go. Surely Roman versus Jimmy. Give Jimmy a title shot and have Jay go, right, you got to choose. Jay special guest referee. <gasps> oh! Oh, he's oh! done it! There he's done it! Yeah. Spice that right that'd up. That would be quite fun. Oh, yeah. that would be quite fun. Main event, Jimmy. God, that'd be amazing. But but the only issue you've got there is, in the sense that you don't you want to make Jimmy Uso undisputed WWE Universal Champion, yeah. do you? No way. So you're going to have it where Jay somehow cocks up or just, or just abandons his know, brother. But that's that's the that's the time where Jay chooses Roman and Jimmy is like, well, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like he. he 
Jay yeah. is then fall back in line and you can extend it even longer because the story never ends. You could have you could have Jay go to hit Roman, but Roman ducks and he hits Jimmy with something. Roman pins Jimmy and Jay reluctantly counts the three. And yeah, now yeah. he is he has no island. Roman don't want him because he was going to hit him. Jimmy's Jimmy don't want him because he cost him the belt. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Further division. Send him to Matt Hardy's farm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I tell you, we just got back from their farm. Ronda Rousey. Oh, yes, she did. She did. Oh, she's she? got a farm, hasn't she? We she has. Bizarre, but... <laughs> yes, Ronda Rousey got back from her farm, and I mean, I think people just like the headline more than the actual story. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it goes that way, doesn't it? But, but the headline was Ronda Rousey returns on WWE Raw immediately falls over. <laughs> people love it when people fall over. I mean, what, you do. Uh, you, yeah. Oh, you fucking love I it. I mean, the, the that's big, what they say about you. Well, I love people falling <laughs> over. I mean, the, I mean, the big hit last month was Shane McMahon returning and immediately getting injured. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, Rousey comes out. Um, Raquel Rodriguez, I think, has just won a singles match against Chelsea. Green because Liv Morgan's injured, but we're like, okay, we'll bring Ronda Rousey back in, and she she hoofs Raquel Rodriguez in the side, and then just files out. <laughs> it's great. It Hits hit the deck, and then she's like, oh, I've got to get up, and starts choking her and all that. It's like, okay, we'll save the angle, but but the initial fall was had very funny, very yeah. funny. That is good. Rousey's been very outspoken uh, today, actually, in the in the video that um, Jack and I filmed for the YouTube channel this morning, uh, with Ronda Rousey speaking to the New York Post just after winning the tag team tag titles. titles Raw, yeah. uh, really going to town on the uh, on the the shallowness of the women's division in WWE, and she makes some really valid points. She wasn't insulting the roster. It was more just a case of saying there's, there's no one here. Like we we want to run this tag division and defend these belts like twice a week, but there's no teams no for teams us to, to face. It. Yeah, there's no teams at all. Um, uh, we've seen sort of the resurgence, or uh, some of them come up from NXT. You've got Caden Carter and Katana Chance. You've got the Spooky Bitches from (laughs) Scotland. Uh, I don't know what their official tag team name is, actually. (laughs) Um, But they're on SmackDown. You know, there is tag teams there, but that's just two. two. And then you've got Sonya and Chelsea. But they do every week. Build them up. Give them a win. Give them a win. But yeah, there is is a lack of people in the division right now. Really weird. Real lack of a tag division. How fucking Rhea and Dominic win? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you know some, what you know, it's it, not a terrible idea it worked for Eric Young and ODB it did so it the, can work for Dom and Rhea <laughs> it's not a worst that's not the worst idea I've heard make it happen it's what I want to happen it's what we want to happen <laughs> <laughs> nine pitches next month <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's uh, one of those that hopefully will not be ignored the same way that Tony Khan ignored EC3 <laughs> It's a nice segue, that one. <laughs> Thank that was, you. That was lovely. But yes, so EC3 still generates complete morbid curiosity on the website. It really it? does, doesn't it? it, it it's ever since Control Your Narrative with this answer. I mean, it was never confirmed, but the perception around Control Your Narrative was that it was this right-wing QA non-conspiracy theory, vaccines are full of aliens sort of promotion. Yeah. I mean, everyone with it was tainted by associated... People with rational mindsets. Like, like even poor Big Demo, who was lovely... Big oh, Dave really was a nice guy. lovely guy. He was taken with because he did one show. He was like, I'm, I'm not a nut, guy. <laughs> I just want to work. I just, I, I just, need, I just need money. Um, <laughs> oh, God almighty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just chugging away. You're not even getting any what? Oh, <laughs> oh that's oh, got, got, got a straw. I never know that I had a straw in. Oh, my God. Did you see there's a straw in my drink? No. no. I thought you were like... I thought you just had to tip it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I chug away. If you're listening on the podcast, I just had a lovely drink from my lovely big bottle. And it distracted it. <laughs> it distracted my colleagues. 
what, what was, are you at at the moment? What's the... Uh, currently, we're at no excuses, which is uh, just under a thousand, several thousand milliliters to go. To go. Okay. So it'll be 2,000 a day. So what, what have you beat already today? It's, it's, well, I started... Like, I had, no, the names on the other side. Oh, so far on the names on the side. Focus, do your best, be awesome. Do you feel all of those? Are you focused? Yeah! Are you being yourself? Feel full of water! Are you feeling be awesome? I feel brilliant. Don't drink Good. too much water. You get water poisoning. And you will piss no. yourself. <laughs> your piss will be very clear. Very it, clear. I do. There is, quite, there is quite a satisfaction from having really clear piss. Yeah. You're really happy being hydrated. Mm. Yeah. And my body's like, thank you for yeah. giving me water. Mm. Not nourishing like, water. Not like my shit earlier. No, water. not like that. We not checked like that on the, the big plops on the Bristol <laughs> stool chart. Aiden went for a big poo before the show started. Speaking started. of big poos, EC3 and Harrison. <laughs> yeah, so... Sorry, Ethan, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, so right-wing nutters. Um, <laughs> but essentially, I mean, EC3 hasn't... What he's doing now, actually, is in the NWA and he's doing Ohio Valley Wrestling. But... He revealed this month. Well, he said he'd never join a three-letter company. Yeah, he even started NWA, one. He started one. Uh, o V W. Yeah. C Y N. Yeah. But he's a hypocrite there. He knows it. But <laughs> what what easy route revealed is that he sent an email to Tony Khan after the backstage fight it all out between the elite CM Punk and A Steel. Just basically, his rationale was that CM um, not CM Punk Tony Khan might have nobody to speak to about this, and he thought he, he thought he'd just lend a. Somebody to lean on for wow. Tony Khan there. Wow, I need somebody there. to lean on. <laughs> it's fucking EC3. Yeah. Who needs <laughs> and, that? And you went, did you ever get a reply? I was like, no. So I think Tony Khan took one out that went, fucking EC3's emailing me to try and to, to try and be my therapist. It was like, no. Nah. Is it like when you change your Facebook status to, to single and all of a sudden all those people that really fancy you just start messing around, hey, you okay? I'm here if you need to talk. <laughs> but EC3 basically was like, I wasn't trying to get a job. And it was like... Oh, bollocks. <laughs> PM me, hon. DM yeah. Me. DM me. <laughs> in, <laughs> inbox Holy me. Holy shit. Hope you're okay. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Just on AC3, it's so weird in the sense of how big he was in TNA. Yeah. And well, just, he's physically much bigger now for he, whatever yes. reason. Um, just, we, we don't want to get a lawsuit on our hands, so we'll just say he's been... He's been working hard. Working hard. He just he, His workout regimen is ridiculous. Yeah. Stay in yeah, that he's shape. He's got that... Um, Seasoning, control your oh seasoning. Oh, God, control your... I don't know if he still control does it. Control your enough, seasoning. He's control your seasoning. He's keeping us safe from big seasoning. Yeah, big deal as well. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely hate Tesco on brand. Do you know what? I often want to come offline because I'll... The other Schwartz day, runs this town. Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, she's a Schwartz town. I was on the other day and some guy was fucking going off. And he's got one and a half million followers on Instagram. About, about, about No, about toilet paper. And how wiping paper. your ass sends feminine hormones into your body. I'm like, shut the... F what the... F why? Did he sabotage Japanese toilets? No, he was... No, he just said, I'll use a bidet. But I don't use that because I don't want any for, any more hormones in my body. So he just has a shitty ass. He just has a shitty ass. Caked in it. And oh, shitty opinions. Yeah. I, just, I just want to come offline some days and I see stuff like, oh, you know, they're trying to control you. And the big C, and I, I really want to think that the big, like the control your season <laughs> thing was a bit tongue in cheek. Yeah. But he was talking about big seasoning. That's like running the mark. Fuck <laughs> off. I just don't. That sounds like big podcast But talking. that sounds like big podcast talking, doesn't it? You know. Big conspiracy. I feel, yeah. like, I feel like, of course, Acast has told me to tell you that. Yeah. I, I, okay, he says he's not trying to get a job. I just think it's bollocks. Yeah. Co complete, yeah. <laughs> I just, don't trust him. He blatantly is trying to get a job. Cool, that's he? fine. And if he was honest about it, fine. I'd be all right with it. Yeah. The amount of times I, I sent emails in the past to radio stations just trying to touch, and I'm going, trying to get a job. Well, yeah. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. 
I don't label you out of the goodness of my heart. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to to to, to form a connection that gets me a job. Yeah, I would admire the honesty of him going. Just want to work on AEW and get a paycheck. Brilliant. Maybe, maybe, maybe he genuinely has a, a passion for therapy. Yeah. But and he's gone. I just, I just want to get to know the real Tony. Yeah. Oh. No knows the real Tony. Andrew. I don't want to get to know anybody else. Just the man that runs the, the second biggest wrestling yeah. promotion in the world. Big wrestling. Yeah, yeah. And big wrestling, of course. Big wrestling. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, hey, talking of big wrestling, Easy Three once again capturing the imagination of the cultaholic.com clicking uh, with another story this month as well. Yeah. So the headline was EC Three things control your narrative would have grown too much and collapsed under its own weight of Braun Strowman as the top star. Um, of course, Control Your Narrative was actually owned and formed by the titan Adam Scher, a.k.a. Braun Strowman, and EC3. They're the owners. Karrion Cross is the top star as well. But the early shows after the start of sort of running live events in 2022 was very much EC3 and the titan Adam Scher on top. Um, but EC3 is just like, this, this, this prints money. It, it would have got it would, massive and then EC3 because it wouldn't have had an infrastructure and then would have collapsed. Mm. So, very confident. Yeah, very confident in the idea that, yeah, it was, it was just crap, wasn't it? <laughs> far, far, far too confident. Yeah. It's one of those where there was such a morbid curiosity around Control Your Narrative. When they ran that show, was it around WrestleMania week? Yes, WrestleMania weekend. We tried so hard to watch that, more so than we tried to watch any other independent <laughs> show that weekend because we'd heard so much about this 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 company that sounded very crackpot and we're like we need to see this and it's even and like the like even like the little things where you think this is either a massive a massive Damn. play of marketing <laughs> it could be a scab it could be a, a conspiracy could could be a could be a big conspiracy like it sounds like this is either somebody who can't help but believe their own press releases and smell their own farts or this is somebody who's gone if we say all this stupid shit people are going to want to watch yeah. it Either way, you had our attention. So fair play. And but, you had the yeah. attention of people that read cultaholic.com. So the issue was you could watch it until like May. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And it, by that point, well, like a couple months later, it was like, oh shit, Braun Strowman's back in WWE and so was carrying across. So, but EC3's we, not. EC3's not. <laughs> but it's okay. DM me, hon. It was scrapped. Uh, also scrapped uh, was some plans at WrestleMania featuring a WWE Hall of Famer, yeah, brother. Yeah, so I mean, this one is just... Bonkers, really, because I mean, but it was Hulk Hogan reveals there was a scrap pitch for WrestleMania for WrestleMania 39 for a match against Shane McMahon. I mean, I imagine it would have been the slot that The Miz was in in the end, where it would have been effectively Shane McMahon runs about a lot, tears his hernias. <laughs> Tessie's hernias. Tessie's quads. quads. Probably Taylor's hernias. Snoop Dogg as well. comes in, people's elbows. Yes, uh, Hogan. Hogan. <laughs> WrestleMania 18. Well, all he would have leg dropped Hogan, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. And then Hogan, Hogan, Hogan would not have gone, pin me, pin me, hit a leg drop like Miz was doing. Yeah. Hogan, Hogan kicks Hogan out at one, Hulk's <laughs> up, and then he just starts leather and Snoop Dogg. Hulk then, Hogan, that doesn't work for me, bro. <laughs> Imagine if, if Snoop Dogg had beaten Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. God almighty. Hogan would have rolled out and took a count out. He would yeah. not have been... Yeah. If his back was broken, he would not have allowed Snoop Dogg to pin him. That ain't the Hogan I know and love. No, Because, I mean, no. this, this was the whole thing. About, like, Hogan's had, like, something bonkers, like, 24 surgeries over the last 10 years. It basically goes... Shane basically goes, I want to wrestle you at WrestleMania. And Hogan still... I mean, his final match is still a TNA house show. Mm. The sixth man in 2012 in Manchester. That was still his last match. So, like, that, that whole, like, this icon of wrestling. Hogan's, a, like, a big, I mean, he's made racist comments in the past, and he's very problematic, yep. and he gets booed and dressed like a pirate. Yeah. But 
<laughs> in order of importance. But like H- Hogan is like still an icon of wrestling, and his final match wasn't this big thing. It just sort of happened. He just wrestled in jeans. Yeah. yeah. And it was sort of the idea of okay, Hogan still wants a retirement match. Shane McMahon's like, have it with me. Well, Hogan goes, and maybe next year because he's, his knees are fucked. Because mm. I was thinking, how on earth can Hulk Hogan hit a leg drop and then possibly get back up? Well, the story, well, the, the story was that Hulk Hogan had a chat with Shane. So again, it's Hulk Hogan, so take it with a with, with a pinch of control your seasoning. Um, Hulk Hogan had a phone call from Shane McMahon, and Shane had said, Are "You ready to work? Are you ready to go? Do you want to work, old man?" Hogan was like, ah, "Don't call me old man, brother." And they said, "What do you want me to do?" And Shane just said, "Just stand in the ring, and I will come to you." Mm. So I got the vibe that maybe Hogan was going to walk out and be a, like a surprise opponent for Shane, and then Shane was maybe going to run at him, and Hogan was just going to punch him. It was going to it was going to be yeah. Vader against Will Ospreay, basically. Yeah, yeah. essentially, where Shane was going to bump around Hogan. I mean, it, it makes sense actually for the match to happen next year in Philly because Rocky he could be fucking thunder farts and come to the ring. <laughs> thunder Thunderlips. I prefer Thunderfarts myself. Thunderfarts. He's old now. So, like, you have him, like, have him and Shane. <laughs> Tell them they're going to remake Captain Thunderpants. Thunder, yeah, he, he, did, he did actually even say, like, next year, as well as it being the Captain, the, the, the Thunderfarts yeah. uh, Rocky thing in Philly, but also next year's the 40th anniversary of him beating the Sheik, brother, brother, brother. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. The birth of Hulkamania is 40 years Fuck next year. Me. End it next year. So, so, potentially, you have Hogan come out in Philly and beat the Sheik. Beat the, the beat the sheik. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. Not be Jesus. The sheik. Beat the sheik. <laughs> I think you could probably have, you'd have better luck with the former than the latter. <laughs> Bluetooth. Bluetooth, get in there. Well, from one impact legend to another, right? Oh, we're gonna end on the ultimate impact legend that made their AEW debut this month. Come on! Yeah, so I don't want to say it came out of nowhere because I mean double J is there. But mm. Double J got his wife a job. Yes! Karen's <laughs> Karen here! The original Karen of wrestling! Yes, yeah. Karen Jarrett made her AW debut this month. And a double or nothing, she absolutely walloped Audrey, or Audrey, Audrey, Audrey Edwards yeah. with a guitar shot to the to the heed. So we're getting Aubrey versus Jarrett. Oh, imagine. What a match. <laughs> I mean, fair folks to Karen. Karen actually do like as a manager. Yeah, she's good. She is good at it. But have that match headline for Bindor. And Karen Karen <laughs> That's the truth of it, though. But it, it was just out of nowhere. Like, AW every now and then has just, like, random as fuck debuts. And, like, people were just like, Sabu. Yeah. <laughs> or even Jeff Jarrett, when he turned up in November, I was just like, what? <laughs> like, Jeff Jarrett, at that point, wrestled at GCW and WWE last year. They're just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm now AW's head of live events. You're like, you go. Because, I mean, unironically, I absolutely love Jeff Jarrett now. His podcast is amazing. Mm. And, we were discussing this in the office. Out of all the shit for Jeff Jarrett while he was on top in TNA, he was only 36. Yeah, he was still yeah. really Dead young. young. He's still not that old. He's only like 55 now. Which is crazy because, yeah, it was always like, oh, he's booking himself to be the winner. Oh, he's booking himself. He was a young guy in the prime of his career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just he was the guy that it was like, oh, he's the owner. And he was in Nitro and he was in WCW. So everyone's like, oh, he's an old, yeah. old guy. But no, he was... What, He'd been wrestling he? since like the 80s or something. It yeah. says a lot, doesn't it, about, about TV age and actual age and how mm. much of a disparity yeah. there is when you think that there are people who people still consider like fresh as a daisy who are roughly the same age as Jeff well, Jarrett. Well, like it was like Damien Priest for a while. It was this young up-and-comer, Damien Priest. I was like, he's, he was 39 when Shawn Michaels was called him a young up-and-comer. Yeah. Like, like, fair enough, like, you can still get, like, six, seven years out of him, but it's not like he's 25 or anything. Exactly. Or, or Savage, who around the same age, Vince has gone, you can't work anymore. <laughs> you sit in the commentary desk and call that Nikolai Volkov match yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the disparity of TV age and actual age. 
Uh, and and I mean, Aaron Anderson looks well. He actually looks like twenty because he's looked tw- that age since he was twenty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. He's been twenty-five forever. Yeah. Well, he's been forty. He's been in his forties forever, but he's looked that way since he was twenty. So he's yeah. just stuck. Yeah. He's he permanently been that way. Maybe, uh, maybe, I, I think he's immortal. Imagine. I think he's immortal. I think he, he's thumbs off. He's oh, that, there's a great photo that you can see online of just as he's popping the the blood Lord. capsule in his mouth. Oh, to Trump, for the spot he did with uh, with Luchasaurus. It's from Luke Osborne, isn't it? Our esteemed video it, editor. Yeah, indeed, Luke Osborne, who, who captured it. Be beautifully captured moment of Arn Anderson chewing a man's thumb off. Well, there was also the one as well where Arn Anderson would just covered in all the blood capsule where it was him compared to this really rubbishly baked pie. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, you like pie Anderson there, <laughs> fair folks. Uh, it's on that bombshell that it's time to pull out the Glock and splatter this podcast brains all over the pavement uh, and say thank you for joining us for the, um, the month in review for May of 2023. It's not been the busiest of months compared to previous, but... No, nope, it's good. It's only going to get busier from here, though. Yeah, because next we've got next month, we've got... Door. The build to Money in the Bank. We will have Money in the Bank on the July the 1st. Who will you be yeah. here next month? Um, it depends on what day we record it. Fuck knows. If not, we'll... we'll Maybe we'll, we'll, maybe we'll draft in Jackie Jupiter. Jackie yeah, Jupiter. Jackie Jupiter. Yep, I know we just sacked you, but you're back. Spaceman <laughs> of the future returns. <laughs> um, he's not quite a spaceman yet. In the future, he will be. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we've also got Collision. We've got Forbidden Door. Yeah, the, the birth bank. Collision. The return of CM Punk, oh. by the, by, by, as it looks for now, anyway. Uh, fight un- forever. Undoubtedly as well, AEW will bring in Shane Douglas or something like that. So, <laughs> there we, we should have a little prediction for I who. I thought Shane Douglas dead. No, he's no. alive. Oh, thank God. Curry man. <laughs> bring in Curry Get man. Get in Curry man. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most lively I've ever seen you in. <laughs> Get in Curry man. <laughs> Is it not my words? The words that Aiden shouts at his Deliveroo driver. (laughs) 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 It's on that note. We say thank you to Fraser Porter, ColdTarlet.com's tribal editor, Chief Aiden Gibbons. I've been Tom Campbell. We will see you next month for another ColdTarlet.com Month in Review. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.